0: Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beachfinder Quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect Beachfinder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com.
1: Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. I'm so excited
2: to be here with you all again for another episode of Bachelor Happy Hour. I am sad to say that I'm here solo today. Becca will not be with us. She will rejoin us next week. But I am excited because we are going to be having Nate and Rodney on today. So we're going to be third wheeling a little bit. And I'm not really sure if I'm the third wheel or Rodney's the third wheel. But I cannot wait to have two of my favorite guys on and to get all of that good energy that they always bring. But before we jump into that, I want to do a little life update and a little recap. You know, it has been an incredibly heavy week um, as a teacher, and this year has been completely wild. It's been something that I couldn't even imagine, you know, starting the school year as Miss Young and Miss Young the Bachelorette it has been a complete whirlwind hanging out with my students teaching in the classroom and then living that double life as a bachelorette walking red carpets and going to premieres and wow have things changed um it has really got me in this reflective mindset and I, you know, a few weeks ago was was talking with one of my coworkers who truly just did a mental health check-in with me. And I'm a big advocate for mental health and being able to talk, being able to share those things, being able to be vulnerable and open up. And I will be very honest with you, this is not easy for me to talk about because as important as I know vulnerability is, it's not an easy thing for me. Um, even though I was on the show in this very vulnerable situation. So I'm kind of just giving you a little inside scoop today. Um, but I was sitting down with my coworker and we were just kind of talking about this school year and how long we've been in survival mode. And my coworker kind of just asked me, well, Michelle, how long have you been in survival mode? And, you know, as she asked that, I, it kind of caught me off guard to actually stop and think how long. I have been in this position, and my response was two years. I've been in this survival mode two years where I have just been flying by the seat of my pants, Um, but really not necessarily living or just surviving And with the pandemic, with going through these crazy but awesome changes as the show with getting a fiancé. There's just so much going on. Um, And as I kind of sat and thought about that and thought about the position that I'm in, um, it really just highlighted the fact that there is so much going on with our education system. And I really feel that, you know, as I move into this next year, I have decided to step out of the classroom Um, bear with me here this is gonna be emotional so um, I've decided to step out of the classroom because I need to make sure that one I'm taking care of myself but two those teachers and those who are in the profession know that teaching is a profession that is completely built on passion. Our foundation is passion. It's not money. It's not materials. It's not benefits. We are in it for the passion. And the amazing thing about that is a lot of wonderful things can come from that. The difficult part of that and the realistic side of that is that When it's built on passion, if those people who are in those foundations aren't valued, if they're not supported, if they're not taken care of, if they're not listened to, that foundation starts to crack. And I think you can talk to pretty much any teacher and they will tell you that these last two years have been really difficult with the pandemic. And even before the pandemic, the foundation was already starting to crack, um, And these things keep piling and piling and piling. And honestly, we kind of call it this like big game of Jenga, right? Um, Where you just keep stacking things on and you keep pulling out from underneath and it gets more wobbly and it gets less supportive. And eventually it's going to, you know, tumble down um, unless you figure out ways to repair those cracks and repair those holes. And um, honestly, when I really think about education, when I talk to my family about education, I really compare it to Like an architect, right? Architect, engineer. When you're about to build a building, you look at the area, you look at the environment that you're building in, and you take all of those environmental factors in to consideration when you're figuring out what materials to use, how to build a structure that is sturdy, a structure that's going to be successful. You're not going to, you know, if you're going to build a skyscraper, you're going to have to figure out how to use different materials and structures and pillars that are going to make that successful even in high winds, even in hurricanes so that everybody is safe and with education and what we're seeing is the fact that you have these pillars of passion that are cracking and that are the exact same, even though the environment has changed. And these last two years have really amplified those cracks. And the result of that, and a big part of that, is teacher mental health um, and, and not valuing our teachers. And I would say that education is something incredibly close to my heart. Being in the classroom and working with students is incredibly close to my heart and it's something that I am passionate about. But with this cracked foundation, I see myself moving forward outside the classroom, giving back, raising awareness for teachers, um, and truly really moving and putting my energy and efforts with my platform towards being able to push for these types of changes. Um, Because being in the classroom right now isn't the way to do that for me, mental health. And, you know, I think what's really difficult for me is that I came from, you know, a reality TV show. Um, I'm, I'm known as the bachelorette Miss Young, which is a great thing, but it's also this pressure that I always have to be a teacher. Um, and and I love teaching and I'm also burnt out on teaching and, I'm also more than just a teacher. And I, I really admire and respect the teachers who are returning to the classroom next year. And I also really respect the teachers who, and educators who are not returning and, and are able to make that choice because it's not an easy one at that. Um, and this doesn't mean that I'm never going to step back in the classroom. Um, this doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not going to continue, you know, working towards a master's in administration and, and potentially get back into um, that direct line of education. Um, but it's me stepping away for a year to truly capitalize and, and push forward and put all my energy and efforts into my passion in a different way and really truly try to push for that change because staying in the classroom and, and seeing and feeling that weight just shows me that something has to be done. And I will also say this doesn't mean that I'm not going to live outside my teacher world right like you you're going to see me promoting different products you're going to see me you know doing something with skin or fashion and you're also going to see me do things with nonprofit organizations and you know s- potentially starting up my own organization and so it's definitely going to be a balance but um that balance means that I'm one not in survival mode and that balance is also me continuing to utilize the passion that I still have for education So um, it's been hard to hold back on this decision. I know I've talked to Nate a lot about this. I've talked to my friends and my family. Um, And June 8th is not going to be an easy day for Miss Young, as I'm sure there will be many tears. Um, But I appreciate my supporters and, and those who understand. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned is that it's okay If everyone doesn't see the big picture and my big picture of where I'm headed and, you know, there are going to be a lot of people who have judgments of me stepping outside of the classroom. Um, There's going to be some of my own teacher guilt that we always just naturally feel when we want to make sure that we're doing the best for our students. But at the end of the day, I know that I'm making the right decision. At the end of the day, I know that I'm really moving closer to changing the world and I'm not moving away from that or making the world a better place or inspiring. Um, and I, I know the big picture. So, um, it's a heavy conversation and I didn't really want it to be this heavy of a conversation. Um, and I do want to take time to make sure that everyone knows it, you know, it, it was a decision that was made a few weeks ago and It was a decision that was not influenced by all that was happening in Texas um, because that is also just an incredible weight and really I cannot even imagine the heaviness that that community is going through, that those families, the staff are going through because it we've we feel the heaviness all the way here in Minnesota, and just thinking about them and and knowing in that that is a possibility and I know that I've been asked several times this past week of what what can people do with this? How can we support? And um, I I will point you in the direction of Everytown.org. It is it's an organization that really focuses on gun reform, focuses on supporting people who have been affected by gun violence and really does focus in putting funds and energy towards making those changes. Because, as we know, um, everyone has to be on board for something to truly change. And so. Everytown.org. I really highly suggest that you guys check it out. Um, It's an amazing organization and it would be a really good place for you to put your energy and efforts as well. So I know it's been a heavy episode. Um, We are going to bring Nate and Rodney on. It's going to be a total switch of gears for the most part. So we are going to bring on the boys um, and get this third wheel started welcome to bachelor happy hour guys i am so excited to have both you nate and rodney here today um it has been a quite heavy episode uh just with announcing that i'm not going to be returning to the classroom next year as well as giving condolences to everything that has been happening in texas so it is i apologize but it it has been an emotional one (laughs)
3: No, you're good babe you're good it's been a lot it's been a lot but hey you're you're like one of the strongest people i know so i
2: uh and i know nate has been you guys nate has been probably one of my like biggest comfort humans aside from teaching <laughs> <laughs> to just kind of help bounce ideas off of just kind of really think through it as you know like teaching is definitely something that I'm incredibly passionate about you know when you go to college you know for something that you absolutely love and then it kind of like I think I explained it to you like a breakup
3: Mm -hmm.
2: where like you're in a relationship and you love it love or whatever you're in love and then you like start to fall out of love or you just know that it's going a different direction Mm -hmm. like it's hard it's not just like this exciting thing that you're going the new direction, right? Like you have to go through that pain of the breakup. And so I feel like I'm, I'm not breaking up with teaching, but just even like putting it down for a year, it's.
3: But you teach in so many different ways, right? Like, that's, that's why it's like, like, you're not going to be the um, traditional teacher anymore, but from what you're going to be doing moving forward, like, I mean, you already do so much that you're still a teacher in in its own sense of, the word, just not in a classroom, right? So, you're you're breaking up with the classroom. You're not breaking up with teaching, if you ask me. That's kind of how I look at it. That is a really good point.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, obviously, Michelle this is definitely your passion, and uh, you know, you you show that in and day out. But I mean, more importantly, it's going to be so exciting to see whatever your next chapter is. And I know, obviously, we've had a lot of discussions, but more importantly, like I'll definitely be praying for you in your next chapter. And yes, you touch so many lives through teaching, but just like Nate said, you're going to continue teaching. It's just going to be in different ways. And no matter what, like you've always been a major blessing to any single life that you touch, talk to, um, just being next to you. It's just a blessing. So you're going to continue to do that, whatever
2: you choose to do. See, this is why i keep these two around because they just hello hey always Church. good vibes always Church. good vibes well like as as you guys know though it's i mean the positions that we're in it's so it's so difficult because you come on the show so like rodney you come on the show dressed in an apple correct yeah. and that sticks with you right mm-hmm. like that sticks with you wherever you go and then you know nate you come in as the red flag and i feel like you've like maybe you know what i mean like, maybe you've gotten rid of that a still? little bit right <laughs> i'm not saying what i think i'm saying just you know like when you when you're on the show it's like viewers see you in one light and then sometimes they get stuck on that so i think like one of the biggest things that i've been worried worried about to some extent is like coming out with this decision knowing it's the best decision for myself knowing what i'm going to do with it knowing that i'm still going to make an impact Right, but viewers and, and people in Bachelor Nation are gonna be like, oh, she's turning into an influencer. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but right, like there's just this this pressure that, oh, you have this like teacher who she cannot do anything else. She shouldn't do anything else. You know what I mean? It's just it's mm-hmm. such a weird pressure to to get used to.
3: Yeah, I think like, I mean, I I kind of look at it and you know how my mind works. I'm gonna be all over the place here, but it's kind of like mm-hmm. when we all met Steve Harvey for um, Family Feud, like you only know this guy as somebody who's on this like TV screen. Right. And it's mm-hmm. almost like we all kind of say the same thing. It was like, you don't even look at him. Like, he's like, he's like a fictional character. Like, it's mm-hmm. so easy for for people to forget that, like, you're a human being, right? Like, yeah. like you're a human being. Yes, you're a teacher, but you're a human being. And You go through life. You go through ups and downs and the spirals and emotions and all these different things. And life changes just like life changes for every single human being on this planet. And it's so easy for, for people who they see you on this TV box and say, oh, that's Michelle Young, the bachelorette, who's also a teacher, and that's it nothing more. Yeah. Like, that is it. And they forget that you're actually a human being with family, friends, emotions, ups, downs, all that fun stuff, right? Um, so to whoever's listening, do not forget that Michelle Young is a human being.
2: <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> you know? that. I can yeah, friendly okay. reminder. Hey.
3: <laughs> friendly reminder. A friendly reminder.
2: You know what? I feel yeah. like that's a good point to transition. Like, I could, I don't have anything <laughs> to, at, like, add after that. That was just, that was beautifully said, you know, I've been super emotional today, so I feel like my my words and thoughts are jumbled. But normally that's you, Nate, but you
3: hit...
2: But anyways, enough about me. We're going to switch gears to you guys. How have you guys been? I feel... Rodney, you have seen Nate more than I have this month.
4: <laughs> I've been, How are yeah, you doing? Last month... Was your
3: month? This this month was my month. No, I'm playing. Uh, we I, go back uh, and forth. Yeah.
2: Oh no! Nice. See, th- third wheel. That's why third <laughs> See, wheel. There you
3: go. I told you, Michelle. Like Michelle already knew she couldn't get rid of me. Um, I'm the
2: third. I'm the third wheel this month.
4: I think you and Becca talked about me being in the back house, something like that. So I was like, either way, we'll make it the work. The granny but, uh,
2: pod, yes, the granny <laughs> pod. Sorry, Rodney. There's no it, Rodney pod at our future home. It's okay. It's okay. And I Nate, you understand that you cannot pass this guy a key without my per- <laughs> permission. Like this man's not so, yeah. gonna have a key to our house. Rodney's All due respect, Rodney. I really do love
3: you, <laughs> but like. <laughs> hey, we're gonna have, we gonna have that extra room. Just forgot oh, for just Air mattress for your matches, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Wake up, good morning, guys. <laughs> oh,
2: but my but talk to us. Like tell our listeners, you guys have been all over the place. First, you were in LA for a golf tournament. How was that?
4: Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. We were down. Uh, we were down in San Diego for a golf tournament. Um, I met uh, I met this amazing woman through Claire, who uh, partners with the Andre Reed Foundation, and so this was all through Andre Reed's foundation and the Read with Reed um, initiative. And so what he does specifically is he'll create these reading rooms for kids all throughout the nation uh, at the Boys and Girls Clubs where he grew up, and he wants to make sure hey that kids are more focused on books instead of. You know, any type of any type of violence or or anything that's bad going on in these streets out here. We want to make sure that kids are more focused on learning and growing their knowledge and having fun with that instead of all these outside distractions. So we were so excited to partner up with them and for them to to kind of ask us to to be a part of that was so exciting. And then through that, we we met uh, just amazing people, a lot of uh, a lot of Hall of Famers uh, from the NFL, and then also some other reality TV people. So it was really nice to kind of see that and to see us like figure out ways how we could try to make a difference in these communities and even Nate and I talking about how we could partner up in these other cities to see how we can kind of spread that mission and so yeah it was very exciting for us to do that and then obviously yeah we were out there golfing Nate's a lot better than I thought I'm still trash I need some lessons I gotta go back to Top Golf or something but uh, it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun
2: that is that's truly amazing there was a lot of bachelor faces I feel like that I saw on Instagram right
4: yeah, so we had a – I know in our group, uh, it was us two, and then we also had uh, Chasen and Spencer, uh, who were great guys uh, from Claire and Tisha season. And then uh, Claire was there at the Mixer, and we also had – I think there's – is there someone else I'm missing, Nate? That was about it, right? I think that's about I it. I forget if I'm missing anyone. It was <laughs> no, just back-to-back back night, me. so just honestly networking yeah. and connecting. Just it was, really a, it was really a fun circle to be around because these people are yeah. all – in the same collective to, to really make a change in these communities. So it was really exciting to see. Yeah,
2: I think the thing that I love about you both or just like your friendship in general is the fact that like you can go on, you can have fun and you can do all these different things, but it's also really awesome to see both of you go to this event you know, you get there and then you see all of this, these people coming together to make these amazing things happen. And then you want to jump right into that. So it seems like you both had a lot of fun. It was for a really good cause. I do remember seeing a TikTok. Uh, Rodney, you might not be the best at golf, but you definitely beat Nate's TikTok abilities.
4: Yeah, we both know Michelle Nate needs to work on his hips a little bit, so that's okay. You know, that's we're crazy. not we're not prepping him for dancing with the stars or anything, Michelle. So we'll get him right. Uh he definitely <laughs> likes to do a lot of shoulder work. So yeah, Thank his you. shimmy goes crazy.
3: But uh yeah, no, we're gonna keep working. <laughs> See, Michelle
4: knows. Michelle knows.
3: Hey <laughs> First of all, my hips are nice, bro. I don't know what I, she's talking about. Only sometimes
2: there are moments though. There are- moments where he actually like dances right like, yeah. when you, ki- Here, when, you cook. when you cook when you cook you're dancing I'm, like there are times when you, you're feeling dancer. yourself and you dance like so you yes. are you actually can dance you actually have rhythm you know I feel he gets a little camera shy here's the thing just bring thing. that I on get, get camera so no
3: I get camera shy because of my height you know because when you dance you kind of just want to live you, you just let loose nobody's looking at you because you you blend in right like Ron you like five so, you know, <laughs> no, 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 you be twisted, okay? Did you say five
2: seven? Five seven. seven? <laughs> 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 Nine, <I'm laughs> five five eight. I
3: said five something.
2: Five. I you don't want to
3: be dancing. All the eyes are on you. You're like, ah, this sucks. Right. I'm a good dancer. I just today, camera does shy. It doesn't matter worry. about the height. You're out there gigging, living your best
4: life. That's OK. That's what people want to see. You're right. You're e. right. You're right. Rodney,
2: you might be five something, but she has six five energy.
3: Thank <laughs> you. Know, I'm six five. five Don't let him lie to you. I'm yes.
2: So yes. OK. OK. I love that. So, Rodney, you've been everywhere you've been in LA you've yeah. been in Austin and you yeah. traveled around for a bachelor live on stage I yeah. don't think I've talked to you about how everything went so you're gonna have to fill us in
4: I loved it yeah so I don't know how much Becca said obviously you know Becca she's the hostess with the mostess. uh so it was just so such an honor to be on stage with her um I loved it. It, For me, it was like a life-changing experience. I didn't really know how I was going to respond, how I was going to react because I was just like on stage. Like, what are you, what are we talking about? Like I don't Mm -hmm. do theater or anything like that. And so um, I was really excited to, for the opportunity the chance to be on stage and to really, engage with the fan base kind of like face to face you know right. and um with becca obviously becca is so good at what she does she kind of just makes you feel comfortable like the first show my first show was pittsburgh and i'm just over here shaking i'm all excited and i'm just like oh my god Becca, i don't know how this is gonna go she's like rodney just be you you'll be fine you're gonna be great and it was it was a phenomenal night one that i'll never forget uh for my first show and just hitting up all these cities uh, on the East Coast that I never would have thought I would hit up ever. So, um, you know, I, I hit up like a really cool coffee shop in Morristown, New Jersey. I hit up some really good barbecue in Charleston, South Carolina. And being in Atlanta, Georgia, I've always wanted to go to Atlanta. And so that was really cool for me. So the experience as a whole, being on stage, meeting these amazing women who shared the stage with me and just kind of gave it their all too, and just like their night at the mansion. So it was really uh, it was really exciting for me. I loved it.
2: I heard you were a fan favorite.
4: Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he said, I would, uh, "He's like, yup. I would, I wouldn't say that. It was just, it was a lot of fun. Like, I wanted to make sure that I was really engaging with the crowd and that they, they felt my energy as I felt theirs. So I was kind of mm-hmm. feeding off that, and I just had a great time."
2: Nate and I were super sad that we because we were going to try to come to the Atlanta show and pop in no. and see uh, you and support yeah. you because you know that we all i mean nate and i love watching you do your thing this is kind of weird for me to ask but i feel like it's something that's commented on all the time Mm -hmm. is it weird or like how how the two of you this is going to go to both of you how have the two of you been able to maintain your relationship or (sighs) friendship through the show in this weird situation like, let's just, let's just, let's just talk about it. Cause I feel like everybody dog. asks anytime Rodney's, <laughs> right anytime Rodney's on my Instagram story, I like, that's weird. <laughs> Why do you hang out? Wow. <laughs> it
4: Really hurts. It really hurts. Um, I think for me, in a sense, it's, I look at our experience as a whole, obviously like we all met the same night. Right. And mm-hmm. clearly I truly think everything happens for a reason. And so even watching back with your guys' connection, like, michelle i knew you you and i were going to be cool instantly i just felt that but seeing the spark that you guys had i was like okay this is different and so i knew obviously living with nate like living with nate throughout the process i'd come back from a date and i was like oh i'm so excited nate would come back from a date and nate's like bro you don't understand like we had the best (laughs) time ever so happy like me and michelle it's a rat it's like all this stuff and i was just like Okay, okay, I'm not on that <laughs> level yet, but, you know, I'm, I'm out there having fun with Michelle, too. Like, we had a great time, like, like, you know, Apple jokes. But at the end of the day, like, I knew no matter what, like, I wanted you happy, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And living with Nate, obviously, 24-7, we're together, you know, going going to sleep late, waking up early for these shoots, all that good stuff, right? Being so close, close with Nate, I got to learn so much about him. I got to learn so much about you. And the more I look at it, I was just like, okay, well, at the end of the day, Michelle's made the best decision for her. I'm going to respect your decision because I respect you and I want you happy. I want him happy. And it's like, yeah, it's the craziest thing. I never would have thought I went on the show and just, I meet Michelle searching for you, searching for love. We become great friends. And then I meet Brand new best friend, brother, all that stuff. So it's just a crazy world that we live in. But when people ask us this question, it's always funny because we know our dynamic and that's okay. Like yeah. I think at the end yeah. of the day, maturity and respect is why I'm able to be so close with you, why we can have all you give me advice. Why I talk to this man every single day, check on him, <laughs> make sure he's good. We're laughing mm-hmm. and joking, just like we still live together back at the hotel. So it's just a wild world we live in, but this is our life now. This is our life. It's our life. It's our life. It's so funny. It's wait, Nate,
2: Okay, wait. So, Nate, you're kind of, like, on the other end of it because, right? Like, yeah. you're in a, the same position, a little bit different yeah, position yeah. at the same time, though. And it's like, I mean, really, Nate went in. He's like, that's my future wife, and that's my new best friend. Like, <laughs> yeah, Nate just... Yeah. <laughs> You make
3: exactly. up the best in both worlds. <laughs> exactly. No. I mean, I knew I knew like early on. Like I remember like when he was still in his apple suit. Um, we were like, you know, by the bar, just, just <laughs> this talking it. like night, this one. Is night one. Night, night one. Night one. I remember looking down at him like, yo, like I really mess with you. He looked up at me, he's like, I really like you too. You know
4: like? <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie, that's really how it went. That's really how we were started <laughs> off
3: on the couch and we were just joking about how nervous we were to meet you. Oh man! So no, at first I was intimidated by him though, because this, this dude brought his apple hell. Suit? Yeah, because like who pulls up to the show on an apple suit? Like you got to be kind of a crazy dude. Like you're kind of mm-hmm. nuts, right? Yes. So he walks like- down. He walks down the stairs in this apple suit, <laughs> oh, arms big as hell, and I'm just like, and, and he got clean shaven, but a little bit of stubble. You know, kind of like he looks like a fighter. You know, like yeah. no neck, just looks like a fighter. Like he just. <laughs> Ready to, you know that's so. six
2: five energy rodney that's six five energy
3: yeah see I'm, I'm that's right there I'm, I'm you don't, have to, know. Really <laughs> you don't have to know what kind of apple
2: you don't know so
3: when, when i first saw when i first saw um um when i first saw rodney i was like yo this guy's gonna cause a lot of trouble and then like five seconds into the conversation my first time talking i was like yo i like this guy this guy's energy is crazy <laughs> yeah yeah and then it I said, that, yeah, next thing you know, we're like, yeah, roommates and just, it was funny because um, when they asked, like, cause they, they ask you like, Hey, like, who, like, who did you buy with the most? Who would you want to be roommates with? And I was like, I really like um, the, the pizza guy and I really like the apple guy. And I'm He's really attracted happy. To
2: food. I'm, I'm really
3: happy. I'm really happy that they got me with the, with the, with the apple guy. So yeah, that's my dog. oh my it's gosh, my dog. Ronnie.
2: Do you, Ronnie, do you remember this is This is gonna be funny to talk about, but like the the hometown date where we had to do, where we did. I think it was like a blooper. Um, what? How about them? How about them apples? Cooking oh, yeah, show.
4: Our, our cooking show. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Nate, How would you
2: feel, Nate. How would you feel about hosting our cooking shows so we can still oh, do it? I'd be
3: there. I'd be there. <laughs> I'm right there. <laughs> I don't know
2: if people would be. I don't know. I don't know. If, I feel like I would watch it, but honestly, I feel like Rodney. All you would do is everything would be in the air fryer. <laughs> like that's it. We talked about <laughs> an air fryer for. <laughs> For, For literally 40 still, minutes this, this man so. still
3: does not shut up about the air fryer every time we're together so, somehow it gets brought up and he's every pitching time. the air fryer again
2: some every air fryer
3: time. company out there needs to talk to rodney yeah. you know
2: <laughs> you know how you have okay so like on the show you have maybe 10 minutes right to like talk to people like it's like 10 minute increments or whatever it's quick how many times he brought up an air fryer as a part of his 10-minute time was actually very, very impressive.
4: Yikes. Yeah, no.
2: But um, like a- everybody Lego jokes learned. about being the third wheel and all of these things. Nate, this question is specifically for uh-uh. you. Okay. Uh-uh. So you found your fiancé. You yep. found your best friend. Yep. My question to you is... With Rodney, what kind of partner do you want to see him with, or what kind of partner do you th- think would be
3: the best? Okay, one? okay, okay. Best for my, for my, for my bestie, mm-hmm. bestie and the testy. You know, All right, let's see. <laughs> I, know, I know Rodney. I know Rodney. I mean, at the end of the day, like somebody, Rodney. I I hope that Rodney finds a woman that genuinely appreciates the type of guy he is because there's there's not a lot of people in the world who are like Rodney in the sense that you can get you can get thrown into any group of people at any time and this guy this guy is just on it like I've seen I've, I've sat back because like because you know me sometimes I'm really quiet and I just stay to myself and people don't know how to read that Rod I sit back sometimes I just see how Rodney is with people I'm just like holy like this guy is like like immediately like hitting these people and then like making them like I love Rodney like because I've introduced Rodney to some of my best friends from Canada from Seattle from Austin and just immediately I'm getting texts when Rodney leaves when Rodney goes back to LA I'm getting texts like yo man like Rodney's cool as hell like you gotta be around more often like like this is (laughs) this guy is cool like it's just amazing Mm -hmm. we'll be we'll be um for example um the the people that we were on the golf course with make those TikToks we had just met them we had no idea who those people are Rodney, they fell in love with Rodney in 15 seconds. You know what I mean? So um, I think, I think like somebody who can just appreciate like, and like, and like, just let Rodney be Rod, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. never try and hold, hold him back or try and change the type of person he is or, or, or whatever it is. Like, like Rodney's the type of person that you just need to, you need like, especially as, as, as his partner, you gotta, you gotta just let my man be him and love him for him and never even consider trying to change this guy you know what i mean because i mean shit i try, like i i look i look sometimes i'm like man i gotta be more like rodney you know what i mean like this oh. is this is a great motherfucker oh my bad this is a great <laughs> dude You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry about that um, <laughs> no but i'm just saying like i don't know i think i think i think like i think in in relationships it's so easy to kind of like try and changing the person but i mm. hope that that for rodney like just just whoever the girl is like don't ever try to change this guy because this guy is this guy's a one already you know what i mean so just just respecting and and uh and, and allowing him to be the guy who he is because this dude is he's on top of it. this man he he makes sure that everybody's taken care of he makes sure that everybody's like uh knows that they're seen like his birthday party was huge huge like he had everybody at his birthday party. He made sure that everybody got Rod time so that nobody was kind of just like, hey, like, why, why is Rod not talking to me or whatever it is? Because he's got like 50 people at his birthday party that he's invited, making sure everybody gets their individual Rod time. You know, nobody felt left out from Rod, you know what I mean? Because every, everybody's there for Rod, you know what I mean? So um, he's just a special individual. And, you know, I just hope that whoever, whoever you end up with, I mean, they, they respect that. Because if they don't, come on. Hello. (laughs) if if
4: she's not tune day approved i i I, I don't want her i just can't yeah yeah, i can't okay okay i mean
2: that's your wingman right there clearly your hype man
1: okay Rodney. so
2: hypothetically (laughs) hypothetically you already know what's coming hypothetically if you were going to paradise what would you be looking in a partner What would you be looking for what is like give me your top two traits
4: um i definitely want and need someone who is strong and independent just like just like nate said i i don't i want someone to come into my life to enhance it you know i I don't really need someone to kind of change who i am so you know i i just hit 30 so all the growth throughout my life i'm realizing hey I don't want to come into someone's life and change that person. Like, I don't want to change that person to become someone who I want to need. Like, I just want to love and accept that person for who they are. And I just need the same. Right. Because just like Nate said, and obviously, Michelle, you know this, too. But like, you know, when, when I walk into the room, I do want to make sure everyone feels seen. And I want to make sure everyone is is happy and excited and having a good time like that is what truly makes me happy. Like I've, I've always been the host way before the show existed Mm -hmm. for me. Like I've always been hosting game nights, hosting Sunday football game, game days. Like I always want to make sure that people have a good environment to, to be themselves, open up, be vulnerable, stuff like that, that we did on the show as well. So I'm really truly looking for a, a woman, not necessarily who has to match my energy, but can make sure that since I'm going to go in and give my all, she has to give her all too. And Mm -hmm. just really, truly be strong and independent and confident in who she is, knowing that, okay, I'm talking to Rodney with intention. He can enhance my life and I can enhance his. And this is how, and I do want a woman who can, who can challenge me and really truly make me a better man as well.
2: Yeah. I think that's really, really, really well said. And I know, I know that you've said, um, That you need Tune Day's approval, but let me tell you, you need my approval too. Why? Uh, Because she's going to be spending more time with me than with you because (laughs) of how y'all are. Okay,
3: that's facts (laughs) though. 100%. That's facts though. So understand
2: that I have veto power, and in fact, I have more veto power than Nate. Okay, Okay. (laughs) I just want to lay it clear. I understand. This girl's <laughs> got to be my
3: best friend. <laughs> A lot of like, time my dad, yeah. Michelle's like, it's right? no for me, dog. <laughs> right? for me, dog. <laughs> no, but that's facts, though. That that really is facts. That mm-hmm. is facts. Yeah. But I would like to flip the script real quick because I know that y'all already gave me
4: some love and praise, but y'all didn't have to do that. So I really appreciate that. Y'all see me getting red? Okay. Um, <laughs> but, you know, looking at you two, um, y'all know how much I love y'all, obviously. I mean, it goes without saying, we've had talks on our own where we've already had this, but just to kind of say it on on screen real quick with us, um, I'm so grateful for the impact that you guys have not only made in my life, but just kind of like Bachelor Nation as a whole, I think really just more so just kind of like hope, but just two amazing people coming together. And that's like, that's what we live for, right? It's just, we want to see good people, uh, together. And that just yeah. really made me happy. And so I just hope y'all know how deeply I care about both of you. And yes, like, you know, Michelle, we grew so close from the show and anytime we have a call or a conversation, I'm always excited and grateful. And you've always offered me great advice. Like even post-show, it's just every time we talk, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you're never going to mm-hmm. stop teaching Michelle. Cause you still teach me, you teach everybody you Talk to like all we can do is learn so much from you and all the knowledge that you've gained. And like I said, I'm not even talking about Bachelor Nation anymore. I'm just talking about in life in general. So I'm so grateful for you in that. And today you already know how I feel, man. I can go on and on forever, but I'm just grateful for your brotherhood, your guidance, your wisdom. Um, you know, even us having a call this morning, man. I'm just I'm grateful for everything that you guys bring into my life as a collective. So obviously, I know you two just truly phenomenal human beings and I just, I really truly love y'all. So I'm really grateful for you guys.
2: Aww, Much I love
4: that.
3: young Rod. Appreciate you, man. It, it is Appreciate hard you, though. Cause it's
2: like having, it's like one thing to be in this world, but then it's also one thing to be in a relationship in this world. And so like you see, I think Rodney gets a very close up perspective of just, you know, any movements we make is are constantly judged, like on the relationship. Right. And, you know, Nate and I haven't seen each other for a little bit. So, you know, all these different people pop off, like they broke up. There's articles like we're not together. Why hasn't Nate moved in? Like all this different stuff. And it's just, it's really crazy to think that people care to that extent. Right. And it's hard being under that type of pressure, but also like having really close friends from this world who understand this world and like, don't react to that stuff. Because I mean, Roddy, you see, it. I mean, you must see it, right? Like,
4: yeah, I just, I think it's, uh, that's the last thing I'll touch on too, Michelle. And I'm glad you brought it up. Is like, no one understands the pressure you two are under and being out in public with you guys, Seeing phones out like I'll just I'll just be chilling. I got a hat, a mask, whatever. I'm able to fall into disguise. You two can't like hat mask hood. No, doesn't matter. You guys will always be noticed. You two are are two beautiful, distinct faces. Right. And so everybody knows you guys and the pressure that comes with that. I can't even imagine the level that it's on for you two. and you guys handle it so well. And so that's always the first thing that comes to mind when people are just like, Hey, Michelle, what can you tell me? I'm like, you'll never understand the pressure that they're under because they won't show it, but it's a lot of pressure. They can be overwhelmed, but I love how you two handle it. You know, it's always with maturity, respect, love. It's, Oh, you guys just phenomenal. I can brag about that all day, but you guys deal that deal with that very well.
2: Right, what do you, how do you feel about the pressure? Cause it's a lot. It's different, right? I mean, I've been through this, twice now yeah yeah yeah. um this is your first time
3: going through this yeah talking about the pressure i mean um i don't know i mean the the pressure sucks you know like the pressure sucks Mm -hmm. but i mean like hey you know what are you gonna do
2: how do you how do you how did you say we lean on each other with that pressure
3: um for me and you like for like how do we how do you and i lean on each other Mm
2: -hmm.
3: yeah i mean for me and you i mean we just we talk it through You know, it's, it's like, we we just, yeah, we just, we just talk it through. But I mean, at the same time, like this is your second time around. You're like a veteran by, by this time. I think like uh, at the beginning, um, that's when like the pressure that was like, Mm -hmm. how I was dealing with things six months ago compared to now is night and day. Right. Like the pressures of like six months ago, that was nuts. Um, But now it's kind of just like, Oh, I went paddleboarding, and there's a picture of me with a girl that's one of my best friends on Reddit, and people are saying I'm cheating on you. It's like, yeah, it doesn't doesn't even bother, me. you know. Mm-hmm. What i was mean? it's like, like okay, okay, guys. Like mm-hmm. I've known this girl. Actually, just the other day, there was one of my my college roommate who was my best friend, my best friend and my old roommate, his girlfriend of 14 years. There's a picture of her and I, and people are saying that you know, obviously I'm cheating on Michelle because there's a picture of us. It's like that's my roommate. Uh, that's my college roommate and like my best friend's girlfriend of 14 years like so like the pressures of like what kind of what Rodney was saying of um just like you know every move you make whatever there's things people are talking about oh they're broken up or oh Nate's partying or um Nate's spending too much time with the boys whatever it is um now it's kind of just like oh that's funny whatever I don't I don't really read too deep into it um but now if we had this conversation six months ago I'd be like oh this is nuts like Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking to you about it, like, all the time, calling Rodney 12 times a day to vent to him, um, calling my mom to vent to her, whatever it is, just because, like, it's, like, you know, it's just all new. But, um, you know, it's it's nice because this is your second time around, right? So um, if it was both of our first times, I think we'd, we'd kind of deal with this a lot differently. But since you've already kind of, you've been through the ringer um, with this this whole reality TV um, uh, thing, right? So um, it's nice to, to be engaged with somebody who kind of already knew how to navigate the world and could kind of like let me know like hey like yeah people are talking a lot but it's also like the two percent of people who are the loudest the, the other 40 let me do math really quick so really quick math 49 percent of people
2: Check math, don't Roddy. care
3: 49 percent of people do care but two percent of the people they're just the loudest and that's the only ones that you see
2: yeah i think the biggest part is the fact that it really doesn't matter what everybody else is like thinking or responding to, you know, because it's like I if I see that picture, I'm like, eh. like, it doesn't, you know what yeah. I mean? It, the other person. So it's like all these different things can pop up or this or that. It's just and it's all perception. But it's like you're not phased on one end. I'm not phased on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just it's just not something that we necessarily um, put energy towards. So yeah. Rodney, hey, if you once you find your person. We got you.
3: You know. Always. Oh always. <laughs> <We> got
2: you. <laughs> but all right, one more question before we move into our rose and thorn for the day. We've talked a lot about the Bachelorette and just relationships, being in the spotlight, everything with that. How surprised are you guys that you were able to come out of this situation with like such meaningful friendships?
4: I'm. I mean, for me, I'm. I was definitely very surprised. Like, I coming into this process, you have no idea what's about to happen, and so obviously the goal is we're, we all go on there searching for love, and then we know the chances are tough. Like, thirty guys, one woman. It's going to be a tough situation, and so the rest of us, it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do? But I, I didn't understand the process behind so much bonding there's so much downtime you know 24 7 it's like hey if you're not on that one-on-one you're not on a group date Mm
1: -hmm. you're with
4: the guys and so when people are like how are you guys so close i'm like well you know you take away all distractions you know no phone no music no tv no none of that all day every day it's just human to human interaction and i know it sounds crazy in today's world because we're all so connected to our phones ipads tablets stuff like that but when you take all those distractions away and it's just you and another human being in a room and you're all you got, it's like, okay, well I guess we got to talk and learn about each other because I don't have a phone to distract me or anything like that. So I never would have guessed um, how close we would all become after this process. It's crazy.
2: Right. Nate, are you surprised by like how much you've learned? Cause I mean, it's a, it's a crazy experience to go through and you come into it, I mean, it's reality TV. It's like this different life. And I feel like viewers don't necessarily understand like how much you actually can learn about yourself during this process. Are you surprised?
3: Mm, That's a good question. Yeah, I think I think I'm surprised. Um, Yeah, no, I, I I think I'm surprised when it comes to that. Um, you're asking more so just like on what I like. Am I surprised what, at what I learned? About yeah, like,
2: yeah, like what have you learned? Or like what have you learned if you feel like you've learned something?
3: Yeah, I mean, like for me, like the biggest thing i learned is you know it's not on the whole romantic side of things um it's more so that i went my entire life thinking that um since my parents got divorced at four years old that it just didn't affect me i was too young like how could it how could it affect me i was four years old right um and then next thing you know like during that whole process just how much family was brought up whether it was between me and you or um you know me and rodney or or, or me and some of the producers whatever it is just talking about family um you know i remember having like when i when I first got back from filming, it was like one of the first conversations that I had with my mom was just like, like I had no idea, you know, and so it was, it was nice for me to kind of learn that about myself that um, my parents' divorce actually did kind of mess me up um, and then be able to kind of do what needs to be done to kind of, you know, fix that, so. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that like if, if we're talking about what I learned the most, that's 100% what I learned the most of. Um, and I know that that's not the romantic answer that I think a lot of viewers want from me, um, but it's my honest answer that, you know, I, I had no idea uh, how much that uh, my parents' divorce really did mess me up, so.
4: Like, Michelle, you and the show so much helped us as men open up, be vulnerable, talk about our feelings, and that's something we never do. Like, as men being brought up, especially as Black men, that's something we mm-hmm. are never ever taught you know and that for us to for you to open up that space for us and then us to continue in the rooms when hey michelle's done for the day like hey we got to go to our rooms and stuff like that like we just kept talking and kept learning and kept opening up i was like hey so what do you miss most about being back home or what's something that you're looking for in a future life like all this different stuff that we get to learn from and it's so cool for us to open up and be vulnerable and, and, and actually talk stuff out Because that's something that we were never taught before, so it it really did help in that sense,
2: right? And even like in even like towards what you said of like viewers wanting a romantic answer, honestly, I would have I would have responded very similar to both of you, where I think walking away from this experience and even my experience before being the Bachelorette. As a contestant, it's like the things that I learned the most was I I wasn't good at vulnerable, being vulnerable, but I learned how to, and I pushed myself to be vulnerable, and then also seeing the effects and the positive effects on my relationships and friendships that that has, and so that once you step off the show, right, that is still intact, especially when you're friends with people who went through that with you, right? Like that's just what's normal because that's how your friendship started is talking about your feelings, right? So it's so much easier when you're going through a difficult difficult piece in life to be able to, you know, reach out to Nate or for Nate, you to reach out to Rodney and talk about those feelings and be vulnerable because when you met, that was almost like what was set, right? That's normal for you guys.
3: Yep, 100%. Yeah, I agree with that completely. But, Most definitely.
2: <laughs> but um, we are about to wrap it up here. It's been a lot of fun. We've I feel like we've covered a lot. <laughs> we've covered we a lot do. today. This is like a a true therapy session. But um, before we let you go, it's our time to share our rose and thorns of the week. And so you boys are going to let us know what your best moment of the week is and what was the messiest moment of the week um i I will, I will I only can imagine what you might have. <laughs> um, I will start us off uh, not surprised that that Rodney and Nate are cracking up right now, all the inside <laughs> jokes <laughs> um, I will start us off. I'm gonna start with my thorn first. I would say my thorn first is just. The school, the heaviness um, of everything going on and having those conversations um, have been fairly difficult and just, you know, thinking about teachers this week. Um, And then moving forward to my rose would be the fact that this weekend it is going to be Minnesota Lake weekend because the weather is finally nice. Everyone has their boats out on the dock, so it'll be nice to be able to put your devices down and just like spend time with friends. Are we ready? Nice. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we're ready. Rodney, go ahead and take it away. Um, yeah, so my thorn obviously would would have to be the same thing. Uh, you know, for me, uh, I just posted that on my story too. I think like all of us did. But um, first and foremost, you know, quick shout outs and prayers to uh, to Texas and uh, Buffalo as well. Um, you know, it's something that's just been weighing heavy on my mind and on my heart. Um. So yeah, I think we've all had a really tough week, just as, as a nation, as a people, um, just struggling with kind of the world that we live in, and just praying for hope and change and actual change for once. So, um, and then my uh, my roles would be, uh, you know, hanging out with my family on this long weekend. You know, last weekend, obviously, spending more time with Tunde Day on a boat. You know, that's always good times, <laughs> but this man. It, history it's always funny but uh this this upcoming weekend i will be able to spend some time with my family and uh, meet my brand new nephew so i'm excited about
2: Aww,
4: that. that
3: that's yeah, exciting I'm yeah my little nephew Cairo. i'm excited hey oh,
2: that's awesome is that, all is right that Nate, Royals, wrap
3: it up royal something new son yeah, yeah oh that's nice that's nice um yeah no i mean same same as pretty much anybody else in the nation uh, when we're talking about the thorn of the week um everything that happened in texas is just um it's so hard to process. I don't know about you. I talked about this with Michelle yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't talked to you, brother. Yeah, Rodney. But like, I I don't know how to process stuff like that. So, um, I'm, I actually got in a conversation with my mom the other uh, was, it the other day, the yesterday. I don't know. Just trying to like, we just got into the like, conversation about like, 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 are humans wired in a way to even be able to process kind of like, you know, mass shootings, especially when it involves second, third, and fourth graders and just what it says. It's like twenty two people are dead now, right? It's just like, you know, like or even wired in a way to be able to process that. So yeah, long story short, that's definitely, um, definitely my thorn of the week. Um, Rose of this week. um, Rose of this week. um, uh, I get to see Michelle next week. So it's not for this week, but it is for next week. So that's always exciting. So, you know, actually in a week from today, so that's actually is that's quite exciting. Cool. a week from today. It is yeah. a week. I love, I like a week that. from today. It is yeah. a week.
2: It is a week. Yeah. No, yeah. it'll it'll be nice. Sorry, Rodney. I have him for the month of June. April, <laughs> <Hey, bro>, I'll <laughs> and see you in July. July <laughs> and August. So pop <laughs> off, okay? Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been awesome having you guys on here. Thank you, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. And thank you, Nate and Rodney, for sharing your positivity, bringing your good energy and vibes like you always do. Um, Make sure to hit us up on social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And then from there, you will find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. Bachelor Happy Hour is also available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Music, or wherever you listen. You can listen ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Thank you again, Nate and Rodney, and thank you, everyone. See you next week.